now, your host, affectionately known as the Poop Police, Ms. India Holloway. Do you suffer from MBBD disease? That's a question. Uh, you, you're saying, what, what the heck is MBBD disease? It stands for, my body is breaking down. <laughs> Let's stop the body from breaking down by stopping the generational curse. Some of you will for sure take to the grave with you this generational curse, but not before passing it on to your inheritors. (laughs) I have uh, a tale from the table. And I got a text just yesterday, just yesterday, from a young lady. And I'm going to read the text to you word for word. It says, Hi, India. It's Peggy. In January, my sister came to you. I remember you saying something about if she didn't make changes, her health would decline. Well, she wasn't taking her diabetes and pressure medicine, so tomorrow she's having open-heart surgery. End of text. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Mary. Additional information that, you know, I I look at. She's an old blood type. She stands five feet. She's 145 pounds. So she's not a big lady. She's a little bumpy, but not big. She's only 58 years old. Occupation, retired. Now, Here's some some things about her. She has seasonal allergies, but her current issues were dryness, itching, high blood pressure, constipation, and she has a history of colorectal cancer, granddaddy. Um, she was prescribed a statin, two medications for blood pressure, and a medication for sugar. She eats candy, ice cream, and the generation curse goes on. Hmm. How do you start eating healthy? How do you break this generational curse? Well, we're going to talk about that today, so stay tuned. Go nowhere. Today is March the 31st, and this is the last day in March 2021, and this is a live broadcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are on this great planet. You're listening to the Inner Light Radio. My name is India Holloway. I am an international colon therapist. I am an iridologist, a lecturer, and the author of a book, The Body Doesn't Know How to Die. Let me start by saying thank you to my regular listeners. Thank you so much for being there and listening 
week after week for information that you may or may not heard before. For those that are listening in for the very first time, I want to say howdy and welcome. And I want to encourage you to listen every Wednesday at this very same time. Uh, and like today, uh, I'd like you to join in on my conversational talk. And uh, if you have anything you want to offer or say or join in, uh, just give us a call at 310-928-7733 or drop us a line at innerlightradio at yahoo.com and uh, I'll read it on the air and I'll give you a response. Let me spend a moment to thank our men and women in uniform. These brave men and women that are out there in this world keeping us safe here on the home front. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for your presence in life and your dedication. Uh, and while we're thanking you, let's thank the uh, first responders, our police officers, our firemen, and God bless the nurses. This broadcast is not meant to heal or cure or treat any disease, but what we will do is educate you on what you need to know about your body. And there's so much to know. There's so much to learn. And I know I repeat a lot of stuff, but you know what? It bears repeating because it's going to help you out. Now, how do you get started on eating healthy? Healthy eating is the key to everything. You hear me say all the time, you have 11 systems in the human body, but the digestive system, let me say it again, is the most important. What goes into your mouth feeds the rest of your body. Need I say more? I could stop the program right here. But healthy eating and learning new ways to eat if you're in a generational curse is going to be important. You, you want to start with things such as eating more fresh fruits and vegetables. In some cases, people can eat whole grain, not if you are an O blood type, but fruits and vegetables, nuts and beans are right there where you should be concentrating on your foods. <clears throat> and cut out a lot of the fats, the salts, the sugar. That's what got Mary in trouble. The generational curses, a change to healthy or healthier eating also includes learning about balance, variety, moderation, and we're going to go over those things. Um, look, just aim for balance. Most days, eat uh, foods from 
different food groups, not the same things over and over again. And I know you've heard me say, I could eat the same thing every day and I'm good. I'm good. But I do get my variety of foods, grains, um, different things, vegetables, fruits, dairy. Um, but you got to listen to your body. There are certain foods you cannot eat and you know what I'm talking about. You put it in your mouth, you get instant bloat, gas, and even heartburn. And you eat it again and again. What is that? What is that all about? You know better. Your body's talking to you. Listen up. We aim to balance, but you have to listen to what your blood or your body is saying to you. And stop when you feel satisfied with the foods. You have to learn that there are balances. You can't keep eating until you're stuffed. And a lot of people do. You want to look for a variety uh, of foods. Be adventurous. Yeah, most people want it to be salty, greasy, fatty, and um, savory. How's that? Spicy. And, and that's what you eat all day. That's what you eat all the time. And if you want different food groups, come on. It's best to just switch out. Uh, for example, don't reach for an apple every time you want a fruit. There's other, you know, apples have certain nutrients. And they're probably the most nutritious fruit that you can eat on a routine basis. High in antioxidants, great fiber. It's good for a lot of things. But pomegranate will do the same thing. High in antioxidants. You have a lot of fiber there. Uh, they, they do a lot of things, good things for your liver. It, change up every now and then. And if you can't change it up by eating a pomegranate, Take the pomegranate seeds and put it in your salad. You know, just a little bit of a change there. Eating a variety of foods, a variety of foods each day will get you all the nutrients you need. What was it they say? Eat the color of the rainbow. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. But if you're eating bland, uncooked, or I say bland and cooked and dead food all the time, what's going to happen is your body's going to struggle to get what it needs. Aim for balance. Get your fruits and vegetables and make sure you get a variety each day of different foods. You know, I feel so sorry for nurses, honestly. And I love my nurses. You know that. The nurses catch hell 
they are only given a few minutes to eat and gobble down their food. They get food that is thick and rich and filling and savory and spicy because they know they're not going to eat again for many hours if they get to eat at all. Uh, and, and that's just occupational hazard. And that's why nurses are so special to me. They are unsung heroes. I got a new uh, client in the other week. She is a uh, emergency room nurse. I'm shocked that she's still above dirt. She dedicates and moves forward, and she is amazing at what she does. But I digress. You need to practice moderation. Uh, and don't have to, to just, you don't have to have too much or too little of one thing. All foods, if eaten in moderation, can be part of a healthy eating, you know, and eat, sweets included. It's okay. But, uh, uh, I said moderation. You don't want to sit and eat a whole canister of Twizzles. Is that what it is? Licorice? That licorice stuff? Like my husband used to do? That probably was one of the things that took him out. Eating those licorice, the, the red licorice from, from Costco's, the whole canister, which would fill up and explode an elephant. Yeah, he ate those things and, and would do it daily, one right after the other. Okay, so healthy eating will help you get the right balance, the right balance of vegetables, I mean the right balance of uh, uh, vitamins and minerals and other nutrients. It will help you feel good, feel your best. And have plenty of energy. And if you eat the wrong foods, the minute you finish eating, you want to take a freaking nap. And food is fuel for energy, not to put you in a coma. And then you can, ha you can handle stress better too. I mean, stress alone will kill you, but if your body's not up to par, you're going to stress all the way around. And, and you're going to have issues such as heart disease, high blood pressure, you know, type 2 diabetes, and, and some types of cancer. All this from just not eating properly, from eating the foods that were handed down to you from uh, in the African-American community down from slave time. They ate chitlins. In the big house, they threw that stuff away. Now it's a delicacy, right? <laughs> right? Remember that? Uh, I I used to hear stories about going on a chitlin run. Ah, uh, they would put the chitlins uh, on the front of the train, that little scoop pocket on the front of the the the, the train, and 
because they couldn't handle it inside the train. Those things were too doggone stanky. Set it outside, chitlin' run. And and uh, at the time, they were Negroes would run out and grab the bucket of chitlin', cook them up, and that was dinner, right? Now it's a delicacy. Yes, indeed. I never ate the crap. No, sir. Couldn't handle the smell of them. And, you know, I, I told you this story before. My mom owned a jute joint and in the country, on the river, just like you saw in the color purple. And I swear they took it straight from my mom. That was her. It was bumping and rocking at night, and she served food. My mom was a great cook. And she served chitlins. She served crab cakes, fried chicken. You know, it's just country food. But that was where I broke off from that generational curse. Because, uh, first of all, I couldn't stand the smell of the chitlins cooking. And I had to stand up on a stool over that big ass pot and stir those things with the, with the juice splattering out on me. It was, I couldn't eat them. Couldn't eat them. Couldn't get past the smell. But mom seasoned those bad boys and people would come from miles around for her chitlins. Those greasy, stinky guts of a pig. Woof! It gives me the willies thinking about it. I got goosies. Mm-hmm. So, when you start eating healthy and feeling good, uh, I don't know about some people who enjoy feeling bad. And remember the show I did, and it was entitled, So When Did Feeling bad become the norm. Nobody should want to feel bad, and people do. Look at uh, Miss Mary at 58, getting chopped up, sliced and diced in her heart. Have you ever seen or heard how they do open heart surgery? Mary's out there. They Cut your body in the front, and it's a it's a it's a, a bone there. It's called the sternum that is there to protect your heart. They saw it open and take some kind of uh, wedger thing and pry that bone apart. I mean, it is, oh, you're asleep. You don't feel it right away. But when you wake up, it feels like you've been hit by a Mack truck. Holy rabbit. And that's from just the generational curse. And that gives you diabetes, high blood pressure, and um, congestive heart failure. That's Mary right now at 58. And she may live to be 68, but let me tell you this. 
She's going to be a miserable woman. When she gets old, she's, what's my term? Crippled, cross-eyed, blind, crazy, fat, and angry, and old. Okay, go ahead. Knock yourself out. Keep on with this generational curse. Okay, diets, diets. What I'm telling you is not a diet. What I'm telling you is how to eat healthy from now on and to enjoy the rest of your life. Not be, well, some people like being sick. They do. They, they love, okay, Miss Mary, we're going to pray for you today. You are on the prayer list, baby, and we is praying for you. Well, guess what? I'm praying for myself to make sure I stay vigilant and moving forward and, and doing the right things like everybody should. Healthy eating is not the same as a diet. It is a way of eating healthy naturally, which means you can change your life and enjoy the rest of your life. So diets are temporary because when you give up certain foods that you enjoy, uh, you may be hungry and think about that food all the time and, and can't wait to get back to it. And after the diet, you go right back to square one. What did you miss? Hmm? Eating a healthy, balanced diet is, is far more satisfying. Because you don't eat and then get acid reflux. You don't eat and get and blow up and go to sleep and hope you wake up feeling better. It, it's a whole thing. And if you match what your physical activity is, you're likely to get a good, healthy weight and stay there. If you diet, you won't. So this is not a diet I'm talking about today. Uh, do just healthy eating habits, right? First, think about your reasons for healthier eating. You want to feel better. You want to look better. You want to do the things you need to do without every 15 minutes running into the old doc. You know what my client told me yesterday, day before maybe, said, I'm feeling really bad. And every time I go into her, she says, well, let's check this and let's check that. And we'll do this test and we'll do that exam and we'll, you know, and they come back and say, well, sorry, can't find anything wrong with you. And my client says, wrong answer. I'm dying over here. What could it be? You know what the doctor said? I swear. I just stared into space. She said, well, some things just remain a mystery. 
that's her doctor. And I reminded her that, you know, all doctors have MD behind their name. Right? So they're smart. They know stuff. They pass the test. And by doing that, they get the graffiti MD behind their name. But I promise you, people, like I promised this client of mine, some MDs are at the bottom of the barrel and they have no intentions of stepping outside their bounds. Their bounds are, this is the protocol. This is your symptom. Here's the pill. Mm -hmm. That's it. And they're treating people like they are one size fits all. Everybody that has diabetes is taking a metformin or derivative of blood pressure. And the blood pressure medications are pretty much right across the board. Whichever pharmaceutical industry is paying the most money out is going to get the most pills prescribed. Ask anybody that you know. How about everybody you know that takes a high blood pressure meds? Which ones are they taking? You're going to get the same ones mentioned over and over and over again. I do in my studio and, and they're taking this and they all have the same symptoms uh, or side effects from the medication. Your ankles will swell. Uh, Do you want swollen ankles? Well, maybe if you have skinny ankles, go ahead, take that blood pressure med. But, uh, uh, That is just not right. And then when you get the swollen ankles, they go, oh, you're retaining water. And then they give you a water pill. Uh, I mean, it's it. And the beat goes on. Well, we're going to help you break the generational curse and eat right from now on. And again, can it doesn't mean you can't have a piece of fried chicken although they have derived things i mean people are smart they go if i can't eat my fried chicken i'm gonna invent something that's gonna make this chicken taste like it's deep fried right and they did the air fryer oh baby girl Get yourself one French fries, mm-hmm. air fryer. How do you make healthy eating a habit? That's a question I'm asking you. First, think about your reason for eating healthier. Do you want to improve your health? Do you? Or do you want to just feel better? Are you trying to set an example for your kids the next generation coming up, remember, you're feeding them what you know to eat and what tastes good to you. And now you have this generational curse. Oh, God, kids are in trouble. Mm. And then you feed them sugar before they turn three years old, and now they're crackheads for the sugar. 
diabetes in their future. Guaranteed. Now, next, think about small changes that you can make. Pick one. You don't do it all at once. Pick one and, and, and then just keep doing it. Don't try to change everything at once. You know, that'll make you crazy. That'll set you into a tailspin and that'll make you, it'll just piss you off. And then you don't care anymore. All you want to do is eat it again and again. So how about this? Set an easy goal for yourself. An easy goal for you to reach. Uh, Like having a salad and a piece of fruit each day. Every day. How about there are some people that just decide they're going to have a salad with every meal, every major meal. Some people only eat major meals twice a day. Some, like myself, once a day, right? The rest of the time, it's just uh, I'll eat a piece of fruit here. Maybe uh, like yesterday I had a, a bowl of oatmeal for breakfast. That's not um, a major meal. It's a meal. And you want, and I ate uh, three pieces of fruit, uh, blackberries, like like maybe six blackberries. No, not even that many because they were huge. And um, a, a banana and yesterday, and an orange, you know, throughout the day. So, if I felt a little pinch there, I had to satisfy that pinch. So I ate a piece of fruit or uh, a fruit. Do that each day and then have your major meal. Last night, my major meal was simply salmon and a hefty piece and a salad. And it wasn't a big salad. Mm-hmm. That was it. Well, and a glass of red wine. (laughs) Yes, sir. Had to have my wine. Oh, and I'm looking up for my people who uh, are into, um, uh, what is it? Uh, What is that? I'm looking for it now. I can't see it right now in front of me. It's a particular mineral that Dr. Sabi has everybody taken. Come on, Jamal, you know what I'm talking about. Um, uh, It's from the sea, and it is... Somebody come in and help me out here, because I'm looking this up, and I have new information for you. In reference to it, okay, it'll come to me one of these minutes. Uh, moss. thank you. That was my producer. Thank you very much. moss. you know moss. let me tell you, every person coming in these days are on moss, But... You, and and some of them know how to produce it so that if they have the the gel, CMOS gel, 
Some people just put it in their smoothies or take it in a capsule or whatever. But did you know that you can ferment sea moss? So I have my my uh, fermenting lady who makes all my fermented foods uh, look into fermenting my sea moss. I'm just too lazy to do it or too busy, okay? I am. But sea moss fermented has got to be at the top of the groove. Wait till I get that happening. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I digress. I do that all the time. But try to change your diet and try to change a little at a time, not everything at once at once and set an easy goal for yourself. People Um, make having a a salad um, all the time because that's good fiber through the system really well. It sweeps the walls of the digestive tract and it'll make your poop pretty clear. Pretty even and pretty much. Got to have fiber foods. And those folks that don't eat fiber foods, they're going to get, uh, uh, what's it called? High cholesterol. And if you get that high cholesterol, just start eating more fiber foods. It'll straighten that up right away. The body makes cholesterol just naturally. I want to give you some options uh, for replacing unhealthy fats because, you know, the body needs fat. But unhealthy fats, now, in your pro, in your uh, meat department, if you're eating ground beef, and just so you know, I don't eat anything ground if I can help it. I haven't had ground anything in m- months maybe even a year, but I call it mystery meat. <laughs> but if you're going to eat the ground meat, get it extra lean, ground turkey lean, and uh, juice it up a little bit, you know, put an extra stuff in it that's a little more moist. So you're getting your protein. You should uh, I hate to say this, but you should never eat bologna, salami, sausage, or hot dogs. And if you eat your chicken, eat it skinless. If you eat your beef or your steak, trim the fat. Help yourself out along the way and always, always, always bake or sear your fish. That's in the meat department. How about the dairy? Uh, You should uh, limit. I'm just going to say limit to to 2% milk. Uh, no whole milk. You can have your whole milk yogurt because that's fermented milk, so to speak. Uh, 
most cheeses are not good. You can eat your low-fat cheese cheeses and goat cheese, but not dairy cheese. Dairy is cow. Goat is a whole nother animal. You you can see that, right? Okay. So you want to, instead of using sour cream, use applesauce. It's going to give you the same consistency. Try things that are different. Look them up. Go to your Google and say, Google, what can I use in my um, baking of my banana bread instead of sour cream or instead of your butter? And it'll tell you what you can use. And your fats are the same way. Stay away from or I'm just going to say limit yourself to coconut oil, uh, lard, no, lard, no, lard, no, shortening, mm. Uh, bacon fat. Remember when mom used to cook the bacon and then strain the grease into a strainer and use it over and over again? Oh, let me tell you. She was trying to kill us because I can't think of anything worse is reusable grease nowadays. You know what it does? It's tainted and it's poison. And it generational curse, it will clog your arteries. Let's think about Mary for a minute. Send a prayer in her direction. She's probably on the surgery table as we speak. Okay, so if you're going to eat breads and cereals, um, if you're O-blood type, no, you're not going to eat them at all because your body can't handle it. And if you're handling it now, you're not going to handle it when you're 60. Look at Mary. Store-bought anything like pastries and muffins are just bad. They have too many things in it, like preservatives, that you eat enough of those now that when you die at 70, your body is not going to disintegrate. It's going to be full of preservatives. Your eyeballs are going to be there 20 years later. I'm just saying Eat regular breads and cereals, okay, and make sure they're healthier choices. Read the label so that you know what's going in there. Choose the whole grains. If you can eat the grains, your old blood types, you can't eat it. I'm just telling you right now, stop it. Now, fruits and vegetables. Um, how about, hmm, just choosing the variety, like I said earlier, all fruits and vegetables do not have added fats. So if it has a fat contact, like for your old blood types, I take my O's off of avocado. 
I, I just saw people pass out out there. Avocado? That's a healthy fruit. And I'm going, not for you. Old blood types, it's too much fat. And old blood types can't process fats fast enough for your body to um, assimilate it. So you're off the avocado. Point blank. Now, you're, uh, I know there's people out here waiting for me to get to the sweets and the desserts because you're crackheads for the sugar. And I'm saying right now, ice cream, mm-mm. you can do sherbet or uh, ice milk, but uh, not ice cream. And the donuts, uh, scale back. Except maybe a donut every two months, right? And make it a coconut something. Chocolate, mm, chocolate candy. You know, I used to pass C's candy every day for how many years? 12 years. Never went into C's candy store. Ever, ever, ever. Oh, but sometimes I'd pass that store and you could smell the, you could smell the sweet in the air. You could smell the sugar. <gasps> I still smell it. I love to smell it, but I won't eat it. But that's just me. Okay, so in your sweets and desserts, do frozen yogurt. That's fine, but with the less sugar in it. And the low-fat versions, they're good. And if you're gonna if you're gonna uh, eat cookies and and cakes, bake them yourself or get them from a bakery because they don't have at that point preservatives in them. And you have to eat them. You can't let them sit around for a week and munch on them. You have to get them out of there because they will mold. They will decline, and and then you won't be able to eat them at all. Well, let's think about this for a minute. Let's get these and let it sit for a couple days. You go to pick it up, and a worm will crawl out. Ah, I know, I know, I'm gross. So tips for healthier meals. How about just your meals? Um. I'll give you some ideas. Fill up on fruit and vegetables and fiber foods like beans. Uh, Let's make uh, a meat like uh, if you're going to have steak. Make it a side dish, which means it's going to be a way lot smaller in portion than than you're used to. You're used to sitting and looking at that big honking piece of meat that once you get it in your system, the body is going to explode with all of this stuff in there trying to digest at the same time. It is the worst thing that you can do for yourself. Try main dishes with whole whole wheat or whole grains or like, whole uh, brown rice and 
uh, wheat pasta and spinach pasta and and not the white stuff. I call them the white devils, white rice, white bread. You know, you know the white devils. Don't eat them. And if you do, maybe every three months. And then mix it with vegetables. No meat. Because that's one of the rules of digestion. Never eat your carbohydrates and proteins together. That's pasta, rice, bread, potato, and a animal protein. So uh, just to bring up the rear so folks that already know, okay, fine, just listen. But those that don't know, when you eat your carb, it takes an enzyme that the body makes to break it down. That enzyme is alkaline. And when you eat the meat or the animal protein, the body has to make an enzyme to break it down. That enzyme is acidic, acid and alkaline in your stomach at the same time will cancel each other out. They get neutral. They do not digest. It's it's like it will pass on eventually to the next section in your body, but it's undigested. Now, visualize this. Undigested carbs. What we're looking at is sugar. We have a lot of bacteria, which is in your digestive system and you have heat the body is 98.6 so sugar heat bacteria yep you're making kombucha in there And and then let's go back to the stomach with the undigested meat moving through your system to the next phase. Meat is rotting. Once that beast is dead, it rots. It continues to rot until it's disintegrated. And it hadn't broken down in your stomach, so it's disintegrating in your gut. Mm-hmm. Now... Rotting meat is putrefaction. Putrefaction is gas. Now you got two kinds of gases moving through your system. Boy, you are miserable. Undigested meat, gas. Undigested carbs, gas. And you're sitting there burping and farting and just miserable. It wasn't my fault. All I did was say something a little bit off color, but it shouldn't have dis- just dismiss me like that. Okay, so what I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted 
disconnect is we were talking about how to eat uh, tips for healthier meals, actually, and how to trim the fat off of your meat, how to make sure you have skinless chicken, and how to make sure you bake your fish or in my case, I have uh, waterless cookware. I just put my salmon in it, put the top on it, don't need anything else, and it cooks. Kind of like the uh, air fryer, only it's not quite the same. It's a whole different ball game when it comes to these pots. Very expensive, but so worth it. Don't have to put anything else in there but seasoning. When you bake, make sure that, uh, I said it before, use applesauce instead of margarine or butter. Or how about half and half? Huh? Now, I am not a cook. I don't like to cook. I don't like being in the kitchen. I don't like being burnt and scarred and cut and chopped. And that's what happens to me. It's a war zone. So I prefer to just do simple things like buy it and eat it. Buy it, put it in the, in, in my cookless uh, waterless cookware and eat it. I mean, it's almost bland, but I tell you, it's so much better than all that other stuff. If you avoid sodium foods, try not to eat high sodium foods in the first place. But that includes, and I'm going to piss some people off, but I know there's folks out there that eat like this all the time. Smoked, cured, salted, and canned. Uh, bacon, yeah, that's smoked. Ham, smoked. Hot dogs, oh, that, that's, that's sick. But I ate them when I was younger. And I, I don't think I've had a hot dog in, in 25, 30 years. Mm -mm. And when I realized what was giving me heartburn and gas and it was the hot dogs, oh, baby, no, because that was too miserable. I cut it out like post haste. You want to uh, not have hard processed cheeses, and certain peanut butters. Avoid, avoid, avoid. Soft cheeses, okay. And, of course, your um, goat cheese. Canned vegetables, please stop it. They should, they should can canned foods. Broth, soups, bouillon, you know, stuff like that. You can make your own broth. It's easy. 
collect all your scrappings from your vegetables, boil them up in some water, and uh, put it in the fridge. Use that. There's ways to do that. Sauerkraut, not made with salt, not made with vinegar, pickles, and stuff like that. Mine, I have my fermented lady that prepares all of mine naturally. Naturally. There are things out there that you can buy. Go to the farmer's market and you can find all of these things that you can do and use normally. Now, I'm just going to run real quick over the use of the hunger scale. Hunger scale can help you learn how to tell the difference between true hunger and physical hunger. Uh, uh, okay, I know you're going, what is she talking about? Real and physical, isn't that the same? Okay, so um, when you have psychological hunger, it's not real. You just think you want it, and you'll eat it, and it's emotional, and it's stress, and it's boredom, and it's sadness, or, excuse me, happiness. When you, I'm going to go over this list quick because we're winding down the show. Number one on the list is, I'm starving, and I'm weak from hunger. I'm dizzy. I have to eat. And then number two is you're very hungry and you're cranky. What do we call it? Uh, hank, crankery, or hank, hankery, hank, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, low energy. You got to put something in your mouth like right now. Your stomach is making noises. You want to eat. Number three is you're pretty hungry. Stomach's growling a little bit. Mm, but it comes and goes in your head because you're busy. Number four, start to feel a little bit hungry, but no. Uh, number five, satisfied, either hungry nor full. And number six, a little full, plentiful, pleasantly full. Okay. And number seven, a little uncomfortable about what is in your belly. Yeah, you can get uncomfortable with that. Feeling stuffed and going into a coma. Hmm. Very uncomfortable and your stomach hurts. You get a pain. And that pain's been there for a couple of days. It just dulls down. And then you eat and it cranks back up again. Stop it. So full. This is number 10. You're so full until you are sick. Well, there's more I can add to that. But you get the picture. Let's stop and break this generational curse. Let's make sure you're doing the right thing for yourself and your family. 
My name is India Holloway. You're listening to the Inner Light Radio. I want you to check my website. It is healthylivingstudios.com. I want you to send me a text or I should say a email if you have any questions or any desires to hear a particular uh, lesson, if you will. Send it to India's Healthy Living at yahoo.com. And you can call me. You can reach me at 866-557-9557. Ladies and gentlemen, come see what we do. Come see how we do it. And until with love and gratitude, ciao for now. From nutrition to colonics to iridology.